Welcome everyone to Plastic Cards Podcast, show where we break down the video game news of the week. My name is Fonzie, I'm joined by my co-host, indie game dev, extraordinaire, lovable man, Gavin Jones. Gavin, how are you? Lovable, lovable gland. Lovable gland and lovable man. How about that? How are you the doing? The most lovable of glands. <laughs> you got a couple <laughs> lovable glands on you. Oh God. <laughs> how are you doing? I, I am, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. We're, we're 2020 it up right now. Yeah, and, it's still uh, it's endless 2020, but one day it will end. It uh, this last week alone has been uh, took like a month to get through. Yeah, it's crazy where we had all this time with uh, quarantine, but at the same time, it seems like it flew by. Uh, just like the entire summer just went by in an instant, and uh, that is my drink that you have right there. That was that. Yeah, I thought you put yours on the floor. No, I put my... Well, I oh, did, okay. and ah. then you had yours there. So did I the switcheroo. I see. Okay. Yes. One of these has poison in it. He has a speech. I can't remember. <laughs> but, you uh, fool. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> I've been all right. I just, uh, we we're talking right before, I made the the jump and, and forced you to commit to a, a not a suicide jump, a, uh, I was thinking of the wrong word, a tandem skydive. So we're going to do that in like, yeah, like two, maybe two and a half weeks. It's very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was hoping to do it like further, but they cut off their times at the end of uh, October. So there's like nothing else to book. And it also gets super cold at that point. Yeah. But uh, I have to like double down and because the, there is a weight requirement. It has, you have to be 230 and under. And I feel like you're definitely under 230. Um, but I, I'm sure I'm like 240. So I need to crack really? down. And, yeah, I'm sure I'm around there. Although mm-hmm. I started that diet, that keto diet. Right. And uh, it's been like two weeks and it's going good. No bread, no sugar, no dairy. And my peas are 100% clear. Let me tell you, like, I'm, mm. I'm just peeing. I'm just drinking water and coffee, really. But it's just like, pff, I, I, I could drink that. It's like water world situation where it's just right. straight, just clear pee. The clearest pee you'll ever see. I'm just thinking of uh, Always Sunny where it's just like, I've been I've been shitting nonstop. And it's like, <laughs> how have you been? No, I, I haven't shit in a week. <laughs> You're just too efficient, right? You're absorbing all of it. And I'm, uh, I don't know why I'm doing Charlie Day for... <laughs> We just started watching that recently, too, like after the boys started watching that. But yeah, so we commit. How do you feel about jumping? You you know, it's it makes me nervous, right? Mm Because there was, uh, you know, they're literally like, you know, you could be thousands of jumps in and people are and just have it go wrong. Yeah, there's always that chance. At the same time, I guess if you're looking at the looking at the data, you're way more likely to get killed in a car accident. Like we drive all day, every day, and it's super dangerous, but nobody dies. But, but that's, right, sort of a, that. that's sort of a quantity versus quality thing. Sure. But you are uh, diving or jumping with people that they do it. That's their career. They do it nonstop. They have like thousands of jumps under yeah. their belt. So it should be fine. I've done it twice now, and it's been awesome the whole time. And they do all the work. You're just strapped to a guy. Mm-hmm. I do want to request that we're both... I, I do like it when the guy I'm strapped <laughs> to does all the work. Yes, 100%. And I want to be uh, strapped face forward with each other so we can just <laughs> make it as awkward as possible. <laughs> I don't know how to work if both our shoots shoot out opposite ways, but... Uh, it, terribly. <laughs> I think that's how that would go. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm, But yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. Uh, what you, you been playing, bud? I've been playing Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, I think I've been messing, I was telling you, I've been messing more with the settings and playing the game. But uh, now that I've got the settings uh, tailored because of the whole VR thing and me using my Oculus, it works now, playing in an Oculus, and it does make me sick. 
for the first couple hours, but now um, I've I figured out how to get around it. So you're in the cockpit, you're flying around. And if you want to do a crazy maneuver, it helps you if you like look into whatever you're, whatever direction you're going. That makes sense though, because I, I feel like that's what you do in real life. True. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. Like if I was in this thing, okay, if I'm because I'm just kind of locked into my by whatever looking down the hallway it's like actually you want to look into the turn right. and that's what helps out 100 percent. so now that i've kind of figured that out the game doesn't really tell you but uh once you figure that out it's like okay but it's actually really dope it's it's perfect like they nail the ambiance of star wars you have your cockpit where there's a bunch of different doodads and stuff mm-hmm. uh it works with your controller so it doesn't work with the with the wand so you have to use a controller and that's how you're na- navigating stuff but you can it does have support for the like flight sticks you can buy yeah which seems really cool too be very curious. How do you feel about the whole like there's the three bars system where you have your right shield? I don't actually know what they are. I assume it's shields, engines, and weapons. You're right. It's uh yeah, your um your ability to like sprint or how how fast you can go versus your shield versus your weapons. And you do have to manage those. So it is it makes you feel uh, super dope because you have you'll be in a fight and then to get out of situation you have to click to the left, you know, to use your full like speed ability. And then you can switch to, to shields and, and vice versa. So it makes you feel like you're doing something actively. And there's a little bit of like skill involved with how quickly you're able to maneuver that. Mm. But, um, it's super dope. I'm playing the campaign on super easy just to help me with the fact that it's already nauseous and it gets pretty hard, like on the base level. So you have to really understand what you're doing. And in VR, it's like, I don't want to keep replaying the stuff. I want to just have it kind of function normally. So yeah, I'm putting on baby mode playing it and it's a blast nice. it's really cool i'm I'm very glad that i got this and it was 40 bucks too i was assuming like a 60 dollar full retail but 40 bucks i'm very impressed by from what i've seen <clears throat> the production value of like the music and the sound effects and the graphics uh you know i can't speak to the gameplay but that's all very impressive how do you feel about the story the story is cool enough. I think you're so Darth Vader exists in this timeline. So you're whatever point in the movies where that's a thing. And uh, you can pick which side you want to align with. But the story just kind of puts you in each scenario. So you play as the Empire, you play as the Resistance. Mm-hmm. So even though you have that initial start point, it seems like you just play each side. Nice. Um, but the story's just I'm kind of barely in the first like two or three hours. Uh, story's cool. The characters are all really highly detailed. So you're in, you're in the uh, like the station where they're kind of developing their plan. At least with the resistance side, they're talking about what they're gonna do. You you're all crowding around that one like uh, AR table that shows the different like maps of where they're gonna go. So they are kind of uh, they just fully flesh out all the story, all the characters, and yeah, it's really neat. Out of curiosity, so uh, can like when it's running, can you have it like on your TV? So like, yeah, somebody can watch. Yeah, it does. And I think a lot of VR games will just kind of natively do that unless you tell it not to. Apparently, it's not uh, taxing on the computer itself. It's just like replicating your same screen. Yeah. Um. So the the actual computer still processing everything. But yeah, so it just plays the exactly what you're seeing on the screen. And so like Megan will sit down with me and we'll watch it. She'll watch me play it. And uh, yeah, like the visuals, the whole like uh, sky boxes or space boxes, I guess, in this case are nuts. They're a little bit downgraded for for Oculus. But they look insane still. And just to have like you're in a dogfight and you blast part of ship right before you blow, you actually fly through it and it just flies. The debris flies past you, the fire mm-hmm. and the sound effects. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, glad that we're in a time where this exists and it's actually like not an arcade system you have to go to to go play it. Yeah. Yeah, so, super dope. So now in this in this world of isolation, how long before you play? What is it like that VR chat or whatever it is? Yeah, I've kind of uh, stayed away from those things. They just seem a bit weird to me. Yeah. But uh, you definitely can 
do that stuff. It's just not for me. Like one of the free VR games that Oculus has, and it's actually a super dope game. It's called Echo VR. And it's like you're Tron mixed with Iron Man. You're throwing discs, like almost like soccer into this thing, but you can fly up against people, smash them and move in fully 3D to 3D space. But they have this, uh, this like docking world where you can talk to people and it's all kids and it's just like very strange. Yeah. So I just turn my mic off and I'm just like, I'm just going to go straight to the actual uh, game mode to play it. But yeah, you can, I just don't see the point and I don't want to talk to people anyway. So I, I also don't want to talk to people in VR, mm, but yeah, yeah that exists that. out there. There are a bunch of stuff like that. Yeah. It, it'd definitely be hard to like, I don't know, not feel creepy when you're just surrounded by. <laughs> yeah. A little bit, a little bit. What, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. But mainly, yeah, I've been playing that. What you been playing? Awesome. Uh, played a bit more uh, Terraforming Mars. Uh, the biggest one for me has oh, been yeah. Spelunky 2. So you actually got that. Nice. What do you think of Spelunky 2? So far. So I'm not having fun yet. Damn, uh, okay. I want to so badly. Like Spelunky 1 is probably one of my most played games of all time. Uh, yeah. I think it's second because I think Nuclear Throne, I have 500 hours. I think Spelunky, I probably have 300. Um. And I, I just played Spelunky 1 religiously. And while I wasn't great, I feel like I was pretty decent. Um, and this, it's like, you it feels like you kind of had to take it slower. The rules have been changed quite a bit. Um, so I'm really pretty bad at. Mm. Um, so you kind of have to get used to the new stuff they've introduced. Yeah, they kind of, I don't know, they made it harder in like a weird way. Mm. Um, and it's hard to tell from this footage because it looks so adorable. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's still like that, that would totally catch me because that those those stupid horny toads come <laughs> at you from a weird angle and they'll bounce. I get that, that sort of things like enemies used to be way dumber and they couldn't react as well. Mm. Um, and the fact that these things can kind of jump gaps and come at you from these weird angles or there'll be these moles that'll pop at you from a weird angle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. Is it uh, the kind of frustration that like you like where it's going? You just have to kind of master the new rules or do you overall are not liking the changes or do you can you feel yourself like, OK, I just have to get used to these new additions to the game? It's it's a little too early to say. Mm. Uh, I, I hope um, that I can get used to it and enjoy this just as much as I did Spelunky one. Um but we'll fuck these fucking moles. Because uh, that was your jam, Spelunky 1. So I feel like it, yeah. it seems like they haven't thrown the formula completely out of whack, but they've changed enough where it's it's kind of rubbing the wrong way. Right. So interesting. Ho- hopefully. You're playing this on PC? Playing this on PC. Gotcha. Because um, I don't have anything else. Is um, it on Switch yet? I feel like this would be great on Switch. Uh, I don't think it's ever coming to Switch. What? I think it's uh, I think it's PlayStation 3 first. They pay or for it exclusively. Gotcha. Then PC. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I feel like this would be great handheld. Yeah. So should we, you could be, no one's traveling anywhere, but you could be traveling somewhere and like working on this and then, you know, put it in standby mode and practicing. Yeah, no, it'd be fantastic. Is there, I know there's a co-op mode, but is there any kind of like competitive side yeah. to this? It's, uh, if it's like the original one, it plays like a goofy, like, I don't know. It almost feels like you're playing like a Bomberman style game. And while the rules are very different than Bomberman, um, it's just sort of that very innocent, dumb, fun. You're throwing bombs at your friends. You're trying to get them with your weapons. Okay. It's, it's very arcadey and. Or is there any kind of race to the bottom component, like race to complete the level? No, not, not in multiplayer. Gotcha. That would be neat for sure. Um, 
the uh interesting yeah this uh it's kind of a bummer to hear because i know this is you're super excited for this and maybe it clicks you know in time and I that wonder. could be the thing because i i didn't when i played spelunky for the first time uh i didn't like it mm. i but that was before i fi- before i played faster and light and finally understood roguelites oh you idiots <laughs> you idiots <laughs> you're looking at footage right now of somebody should have known an expert player never trust a skelly man <laughs> Yeah, these that's new. You can travel into the background, which right. I've, I've only like. There's only one instance where I've had it be helpful. So, but they're just kind of randomly they can be there um, yeah. in a level. I I really don't know how. I feel like that fire can bite you in the ass, right? Is that possible? Like he just threw it, the character, you... and it bounced. But you can't just light yourself on fire. I think you can explode bomb boxes. I think you can explode uh jetpacks mm. um which in the last game jetpack was like the ultimate tool now it's explodable so it actually does have a you f- <laughs> okay we should change subjects because this person <laughs> is not uh this, this is my footage actually this is my <laughs> <Right>? no. <laughs> started this uh just before hopping on um but yeah i didn't uh play much else besides the frustration of getting uh star wars squadrons to work mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm racking my brain to see what I jumped into. I did buy on Fortnite. So I'm really just, I peek into Fortnite to see what to buy. And then I don't play that game. But one of the recent things that they added, because they're doing the whole Marvel thing with the event that eventually Galactus will show up. And that's where I'm like, I will give you my money now. But uh, they added Blade. And it's like Blade from the movie Blade. <laughs> and it's so fucking dope. He has his move where he like kicks his, uh, that little like spinning blade thing at the screen. He's got a sword. He's got his dope trench coat. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. So they just get me on those characters that they add every time, and I have no problem giving giving me uh, their money, my money, when they do that. But G- giving them their money <laughs> as they've earned my money rightfully. So, but uh, yeah, mainly just jumping through that. Uh, I did play or buy that was last week Super Mario 3D All Stars. I just oh, haven't right, right. spent much time playing it, but um, I think that's I just kind of wanted to get it on the system, and then so when I do have the bug, I'll jump in. But even though I have months and months, I think it's like March until it actually removes from the from the store but for right, whatever reason right. but um yeah i still need to jump back in and finish paper mario that's one that's bugging me because i know right. i'm not that far from the end yeah i was really enjoying what i was playing like i just gotta yeah buckle down play bite, it bite that delicious bullet <laughs> nice kevin well we can dissect some news uh we'll start off with this first one just a new trailer for this need for speed hot pursuit remastered and we can get your take on this trailer here as long as it's better than uh is that racing game that just came out uh, uh which one fast and the furious uh yeah well that bars just like sub uh, below the surface so i'm sure that they at least nail it this is the first game the first hot pursuit or need for speed game i ever played this was it released on the original xbox hmm. and it was one of the first ones i played and i loved it i played it over and over again but uh, they released a trailer i think there is actual footage in the trailer they're showing off too i assume so now this one at least had the whole running from the cops thing, right? Yes, that was. Yeah, I want to say the first time they tried that could be wrong, but it's coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, November sixth, and then a Switch version. They're gonna somehow make it work November thirteenth, and it has updated visuals, all of its DLC, cross-platform multiplayer, which is dope. It's developed by EA-owned Criterion and Stellar Entertainment, which is they also worked on the Burnout Burnout Paradise remastered. This is more of a. That'll story be, trailer wait, setup I'm confused didn't you just buy that at a store and then <laughs> oh he left it for the other guy okay. there you go is that just two guys that look identical i think so do all white people look alike <laughs> hey, i don't know your words but i don't disagree with you Kevin. it looks dope 
It's a very old game. I guess I'm surprised it doesn't look a little bit better, but it looks pretty cool. Uh, oh wait, one of them wasn't white. <laughs> it may have. Well, I in may your have mind, everyone's white. I see. In my head, yeah. <laughs> a little too colorblind here. <laughs> what did he look like? Ah, uh, he was a human being. <laughs> Just a general white guy, you know. What it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what color were their eyes? Human. <laughs> I mean, that looks gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, what I'd be curious what. I assume that's cross-gen. Um, so they're saying cross-platform multiplayer, uh, cross apparently PS4, PS, PC, and Xbox One. And I'm not sure of the when the Switch version comes into play. That's also completely oh, so cross-multiplayer. To, to the Series X or the PS5? They haven't said yet, but you'd think it would work fine. I know uh, yeah. that was in the news last week, but Xbox was in the hands of different uh, influencers, and they got to test out the the instant startup play ability and how it like would instantly kind of up res, not up res, but increase the resolution. Not nope, that's the same thing. Frame rate on games. So maybe with this one, it's going to naturally run a little bit better. Who yeah. knows? We'll see. I, I'll definitely be curious with that again. Uh, apparently the, the insta boot was cool. Um, but insta the boot. fact that so like full backwards compatibility. Yeah. Uh, and like, there's so many Xbox original games I want to play uh, or Xbox you know i never played xbox one games so like there's there's a bunch of good titles in there you know what i keep having the hankering to play is uh the original prey really yeah i keep thinking about it just i cannot get it out of my head but uh i want to play this and maybe i don't have to wait for anything really i'm sure it's it's available right. everywhere and for sure on the xbox one x but i just i gotta play this game i never gave it a shot it was a 360 launch game i want to say or very close to that launch and i just loved yeah the idea and how they did the the weird like mechanics in the world with alien guns and the gravity and you have this native dude who's taken into this alien spaceship and it's just what a fucking awesome idea and the portals i didn't realize there's portals in there too like yeah 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 the portal not only just portals but portals that will change your size so oh. like there's that part where you drop down onto that rock and you see an enemy coming and they get bigger and bigger and bigger and you realize you're in this little box on a pedestal. <laughs> gotcha. Um, it's also like we, it's nice to get some representation because there's literally no representation. hundred percent. Yeah. That's um, also what like stays in my mind is like, there's not a lot of games with a native uh, protagonist in them, but yeah. And it was neat from the perspective of like, he wanted to get off the, the res. Like that's what he wanted. He was sick of it. He was done with it. And it's like, right. that's, that's sort of an honest story. That was kind of neat. That intro, which I'm not sure is, yep, it is here in this footage we're watching. It is the but best. This is also burning my brain too. Like I just kept watching this intro over and over again when it came out. But when the aliens eventually come to town and just start wrecking shit up, I'm sure I'm going to skip it somehow. I, I remember I was going through, because there was my theory. I'm like, can a game, like can a level in a game be a banger? Like, mm. like, a, like a song can. And so I was like, I, I really think in my head that like if a if a level is going to be a banger, it has to have a strong musical influences. So I went through like best musical scenes and like I think this is probably the greatest musical scene. Might be the greatest musical scene of all time in a game like the closest I, I saw on that list was maybe uh, like I think it's Sensor of the third where you're skydiving down onto a building. While oh, okay. Kanye West. uh power is playing oh that like, already in my mind i can picture it and that sounds perfect yeah uh, like the way it just zaps everything like blasts you through the this is how i imagine every alien alien abduction goes too so that's also what terrifies terrifies me about this i i think they removed uh don't fear the reaper from that so they wouldn't get uh oh is that the down. original song they used yeah gotcha oh, that's perfect so good. <laughs> that game last time i tried to play it though it is so 
much more arcadey than you can possibly remember uh, it being in a um, good way or like doom arcadey or something that's not quite the same it was it was more arcade than that it was very it's old school this is still I like see. yeah um it, it seems like that almost like a quake kind of like pc game like that yeah. seems like the vibe they're going for but, but it's fun in its own right nice um, yeah i gotta play that um i don't know if they you played a bunch of the actual the prey not remake but like the reboot Oh yeah. Do they leave anything that could like tie that that universe to this universe, or is it complete? It, it's literally not connected. Gotcha. It's gotcha. not the same universe. So, which is hmm. weird because the original Prey Two was connected. I was I was watching this thing about how that got like run into the ground. That was canceled, right? Like they yeah. did work on it, but yeah. Yeah. So there's some neat stuff going on with that, but yeah, not connected at all. That being said, New Prey is fucking. It's on my list. Yeah, it's one of my favorite games. That's <laughs> so many stuff on my list. That's one of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, what we're talking about Need for Speed that was <laughs> announced today. Also today, huge news that Cyberpunk 2077 has gone gold. And I will sh- transition to some footage here. But um, how do you feel about because uh, it was in the news last week as well. The whole crunch thing. They were trying to avoid crunch. From the get-go, it seems like it was inevitable. It wasn't going to go that way. They, in this last stretch, they mandatory, they mandated it that all their devs work on Saturdays, and so they're working six-day weeks to try and get it get it done. But uh, what right. do you think? Well, and they're going to be working long hours besides just working five days a week. And how many people are actually going to be working seven days a week? True. Um, it's it's brutal. Like there's the reason why there's that terrible joke in the industry, which is like you get to the end of game development, and you kiss your family goodbye. <laughs> And that's where it gets the most hard at the end, like the crunch yeah. at the end. I mean, you don't see them. It's it's like, yeah. So it sucks. I, I would prefer them just to lay it and let these people. I mean, I, I need more time to build my PC. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. if we can wait till these. <laughs> Although I keep hearing these comes out from. Well, when games are delayed, often it's like the crunch just extends. So it's yeah. it's almost like you move in one direction, but it's still a bunch of shit in that direction. I don't know how, you, unless there's a full blown. That's why people keep bringing up the idea of a um, just a union uh, in the game industry mm-hmm. to kind of lock down and make these these rules where you can kind of follow a guideline for how your your dev uh, time is, is structured. But yeah, it's I think you can fully like support or be excited for this game, but not you know, be a fan of the crunch involved across the industry. It's this, it's this problematic, you know, like hard uh, discussion, but I think it can be both. I just, as long as you're like intelligently like thinking about it and not going, Hey, fuck these devs. I want this game. Yeah. But I it's mean, a beautiful say that about like my shirt. Like I'm a fan <laughs> of my shirt. I don't want to think what went into making it. Sure. I mean, that's the thing. It's like every issue, everything that we consume is a can of worms, yeah. uh, like our phones. There, how much, you know, unpaid labor or improperly paid labor, and blood, sweat, and tears goes to our phone or just mining the minerals for the phones. It's it's a whole thing. It's almost like you can't go in any direction without another problematic issue. But it is what it is. I'm hoping that this dev is actually compensated like they're saying. They're going to be well compensated and take them to fucking Disneyland for sure. Yeah, that's the other tricky bit too because these people are salary. So when they're putting in all these extra hours, they're not getting paid more for it. Gotcha. And uh, that's rough. I know I've heard that uh, CD Projekt Red is committed to like some kind of 10% back end that the devs are getting. But even that has issues where that could be just for 2020 and not 2021 when this game really makes a bunch of money. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that they see that see ahead enough of the uh, headlines and just on their own take it enough to be like, hey, we want to take care of our team and make sure the people who sign up with us and join our team want to be here and aren't just like forced to 
you know, go through these, uh, this whole, the whole gambit of the issues that comes with dev. But yeah, I mean, uh, I still can't, uh, cannot fucking wait for this game. And I'm hoping the devs can get some time off when this thing comes out. But then there's the inevitable DLC and multiplayer. It's like it keeps rolling. So I don't know what you do. It's got to be a whole industry wide kind of structure union that they that they enforce. But uh, and then unions have their own issues, too. It's like, I don't know how you do it, but something has to be done. Yep. But until then, this game looks crazy fucking beautiful and awesome. And I'm always surprised they're able to pull this off. Like we're not going to be able to 100 percent tell until we get this in our hands. But it seems like they're able to pull this off somehow. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think the original footage didn't look doable. I think this looks much more doable now. This, mm. this is doable. I feel like I don't get a sense that it's much different. I think maybe everything was fully or like crazy textured and crazy uh, uh, detailed. And maybe they've, they've brought that down a little bit. I, I think I, as I'm, the more I think about it, yeah, I come around to it's a bit more GTA, you know, brushed over to make it work. But they're just trying to do so much at once. Yeah, it looks great. I'm going to be really curious to see how uh, and this will this will be a game, too, where I literally avoid any content on it, basically, aside from what we've seen. Yeah, this um, is old uh, footage from like a year ago when they showed it off. But yeah, and and stuff like those blades, I think they canceled not the blades, but they canceled the ability to wall run uh, just because it just wasn't going to oh, fit yeah. in time. So they've actually cut stuff to make it work. But the game went gold today. And it's on track for a November, what, November 19th release? Sure. Which is, that's uh, today's, what, the 5th? So it's a little over a month. I would would love to do as well. So I think we started this with uh, Outer Worlds, where we intentionally tried to pick different gameplay. So, like, I think definitely we should pick different starts. So there's a three... Not campaigns, but like uh, gangs you can or places you can be your your origin. So there's the Nomad in the Desert. Uh There's the City Kid. And the tech, which one kind of do you think you gravitate towards? Honestly, they all sound great. Like, right. especially when they dove into each of them, it sounds, it sounds really interesting. Um, I think the, see, that's the thing. Like the nomad kind of rains out to me. It's more Mad Max. Yeah. It's neat. I think the storyline where you start out working for the big evil company is going to be interesting. Yeah, for sure. And the kind of tech that they have available, at least at the beginning or at some point, I guess with the when I think of Cyberpunk 2077, I think of the crazy city that they showed off first. So I want to either play the street kid or the cyber part just to be or the corporate part to be right in the city from the get go, because I want to see that from the beginning. And I think with Nomad, you're kind of on the outside making your way inside the city. Making your way downtown. (laughs) Yeah. Faces pass. Something, something. Homebound. homebound. (laughs) It's I and I I think that's that's totally and you're gonna make it out to the desert at some point anyway. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm uh, not sure how long they restrict you before you can just here's the whole city and go. Oh, his shadowing on his hat is fucky. And this is what a year old footage, so yeah, that could be it. Yeah. But so they did show off a or what leaked today was just a picture of uh, the map, and so pretty cool. It's just showing you how large the map is. I guess this leaked. Uh, a year ago and nobody knew if it was sure or if it was real or not and this is actually the map of the of the night city here but it looks pretty pretty nuts a lot of deserty stuff going on i'd be curious to compare that to grand theft auto 5's insanely huge map and i I really don't need bigger just give me more dense that's Um, yeah we keep talking about that that's what i want with next gen for sure and really what i want now is i just want more density in a city and not it's, it's you know five times more uh, expansive than our last city. I don't fucking care. 
I want to be able to walk in every room and there's like full furniture and it's fully detailed. That's what I want. Kind of like the Matrix, uh, whatever online try to do. <laughs> I think it's like they had right, physical dude, rooms. They did it and it sucked. Yeah, they were just empty. It's like, hey, we got rooms, but there's nothing in there. <laughs> but yeah, so we're very close to that. Gone, it has gone gold today, which is uh, pretty dope. Uh, speaking of somewhat CD Projekt Red news, we got uh, Heralt. Is that the, I always forget the actual pronoun- way to pronounce his name. I think it's Geralt or Geralt. Well, I'm thinking Geraldo, but Geralt's new armor in Witcher Season 2 just uh, was revealed by Netflix today. So we have a cool, chunky looking image of the man himself. And uh, his armor, which is pretty... We are blocking that. Uh, yeah, there we go. We can are we, blocking part. No, no, no. Um, can we hide us? Uh, we, Do you have another scene? Uh, that's the point. We're going to be always here. So it's just whether people like it or not, we're there. So it's just a head. That's all people get. <laughs> just a head. But there's okay. There's another image, which is this one right here. There we go. Yeah. Ooh. So you got the and his armor is called like a emotional armor or I'm, something. Like I'm that? sorry. Pull up Vigo the Carpathian because that's fucking him right Interesting. there. Interesting. Vigo the who? Vigo the Carpathian. Okay. An image. There. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Fucking Ghostbusters. <laughs> the villain of Ghostbusters too is what we A have little here. younger, a little beefier, but very similar. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> but you're right that that's a, a similar armor. Vigo. But uh they shut it off. I guess they're still they're now able to film season 2 since August because of, they had to take a break obviously because of corona, but um this is coming out eventually and it's some thick ass armor, some leather stuff. But it's like an emotional armor, I want to say it's called. There's an actual name for it, which uh, it helps them with spirits or whatever kind of magic that's being thrown at them. But, but yeah, I can't wait. Did you you actually finish the season first season of Witcher? I have not. Yeah, it's on my backlog. I just haven't been in the mood to jump back in for some reason. Really? <laughs> Did you start watching the dragon hunting episode? And that's very quick because that is objectively a terrible episode. I've heard that one's bad. That's I do remember that, but I don't think I got to that point. It's not even worth watching. <laughs> like there's there's something plot related that happens in it, um, uh, but I don't know if anything meaningful happened out of that. No um, nipple action here. Not like the bat suit of uh, yeah, the '90s. That's fair. Interesting. And that, that chin, pendant, uh, even though I know Ooh. he wears the pendant in uh at least the game probably in the books as well um but it's for some reason it's making me think of double dragon the movie oh god <laughs> i never watched that but i know what you're talking about maybe as a kid i watched it i loved it as a kid i probably watched it a hundred times like and that was just man. renting it from the from the store and launching it i think if i could get plastic surgery i would the first thing would be this chin if i could Absolutely. somehow implant get muscles from some part of my body that i don't have muscles but if i could add Something like this is it's pretty dope. The does that eyes, just happen if you get buff that your chin does that? I guess you just get a chin. I don't know what that is because I use my beard to like create a chin. Yeah, but I guess if I, you get buff, you actually reveal that, oh, fuck, you have a chin. I, I think like so. I wonder if it's like the stress in the back of your neck because he does have a big neck. Like I wonder if this, the, the neck muscles like pull that shit. But it's possible. I mean, he's like it's he's a great got, shadow. The two going on. But yeah, yeah. It gives that illusion. But I mean, <laughs> He's looking dope, looking like a snack and a half for sure. That's is that is that a snack or is that a goddamn meal? <laughs> You're right. Uh, uh, give me uh, pardon my my 
how I disgraced him there. But yeah, he's a full-blown <laughs> KFC meal bucket if you want to oh go that my route. God. That's a $5 fill-up right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deal right there. Um, so yeah, we got some Witcher news. Uh, PS5 is also making its uh, way into the news. Not as much as we need, especially since last week, Xbox dumped that entire smorgasbord of here's the box, here's you know the the quick boot, like you're talking about testing all that out. But uh, all we get today, this week, is PS5 images, which is, it's something. But uh, PS5 gets a preview event for Japan with uh, new thick pics. So these are some pics from IGN. I, I do wish you hadn't shown me this until, because I wasn't looking for these. So uh, The PS5 images? The, well, the PS5, yeah, itself compared to the Xbox Series X. Like, I do have a better comparison I can show you, too. Like, how big is that TV? Yeah, that looks like a 40-inch TV there. There's another image I'm going to show you that has them all laid out together. This It's a mock-up, but it looks pretty realistic. Um, so this event in Japan... Are they, are they playing fucking Mario Odyssey on screen? What's <laughs> happening here? I, know, I think it's a playroom. So that's the demo oh. game that's that's uh, in, installed in the PS5, and it kind of gives you a, an idea on like the haptic feedback and the, the triggers and stuff. So it's like a free demo that's in the PS5. So that's what they're showing off. And then they also that's showed off means. Godfall uh, gameplay. But we got some uh, new info on the controllers. There's these four LEDs that tell you which player you are. So it's one LED or two. I'm not playing with anybody, so I could give two fucks about that, but that's there. Um, So yeah, we got some new chunky images of the PS5 itself. That's the way the disk drive sits when it's on its side? And I want to say it comes with a stand so you can lay it on its side. I think that's the only way I'm going to fit it on anything is laying it down. Unless it's on the floor, you know, the same height as my TV, basically. But uh, I have another image here. Oh, this is... uh, a random screw that people are trying to like break down what does the screw actually do but um there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there that the not sure what this does it could be the this is what opens the drive to let you uh expand the ssd but uh in the ps4 there's like this cool pretty hard to get to yeah it does i i think those um if i switch back to these blades i think these blades come off either one or two both of them do I think they're going to let you customize them and at least get to internals or like the SSD at the very least. But I'm thinking those things pop off for some kind of customize, uh, customability. No, customization. There we go. Uh, some level of that. But um, yeah, there is a, there's not a, oh, okay. I have my, uh, my breakdown that I can show you. Oh, so this is, as... this is a Ooh. render granted, but it's showing off for sure. We know the Xbox compared to the uh, Series S compared to the One X. That's accurate there. So if we were to, for what we know about the PS5, this is from windowscentral.com, it looks like the uh, PS5 kind of definitely sticks up past the the 1X here by at least five, six inches. So yeah, it's... It looked bigger in that other picture you showed me, but maybe that... Got somebody at the door and I'm not going to answer that right now. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's thick for sure, but more like tall, thick than anything else. Um, it's just strange, man. I, I It's almost like I could fast forward and wait or wish I could just get to the mini version of this eventually, like the streamlined version of this. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's almost comically huge. But uh, that's where we are now. <laughs> I'm hoping that that helps with, you know, I imagine heat and dissipation and that kind of thing and cooling down. It's just such a weird uh, design. Although I love that they're just, you know, taking these chances altogether, but it's just such a, a crazy idea. But that is an idea of what these things are going to look like. Yeah, there's uh, some more news. Slight bummer if this is true. So this leaked on Reset Air if this uh, uh, leaker is true. But the idea is that the PS5 comes with a 800 and some gigabyte SSD. What's actually usable when the OS is taken over is 664 gigabytes. 
Uh, what's similar with the One X is that is a terabyte, but there's 800 gigabytes usable because of the OS and everything that's that's preloaded. Yeah. So if that similar idea is going with the PS5, there's going to be even less space on there. This is maybe what uh, Call of Duty and one more map, and then your your entire hard drive is taken up. Uh, it's that's a little rough, not looking good. Although at the same time, I don't know if that turns you off. Like I guess I'm used to, or with the PS4 when I first got it. I'd have my lo my loaded games that I could fit on there and I would just kind of cycle through stuff. I would take stuff out that I wasn't going to play anymore. I just don't like doing that anymore that I have like an external hard drive. I don't have to worry about that. It's like all accessible. So it's a bummer that I'm going to have to swap things out, but it seems like we're just going to have to do that for the time being. Right. That's fair. Yeah. But, well, really but you look at that with the, uh, the series S. Yeah. Even less. And then with the OS on there too, what 400 gigabytes. Yikes, it's going to be, uh, and so it's still kind of a hard sell with like all digital if we don't have enough space to actually hold the games on there. Yeah. So, but the thing is the new SSD tech that they're using, they're all crazy expensive to expand to one, two terabytes. So something has to give where these things get more expensive or we have less space. It still blows my mind, like how quickly that technology is evolving as far as hard drives go. Yeah. Um, got my head off there. Did you? <laughs> Yeah, we're using the green screen. Myself a flutter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so just slightly more information. Um, I guess soon we've got to get some more like lockdown info on PS5. Xbox has been great this whole end of the generation or beginning of the new generation, showing off everything you need to know, answering all the questions. With PS5, they're still in the dark. And I just wonder what's their strategy for that? Is that to build hype? At the same time, we're a month away. It's like, I think yeah. the hype's already been built. Let's actually get into the nitty gritty of what does the UI look like? We have no idea. Right. What are some of these details? But this month has to be the month where they actually give us some information. Agreed. They tend to just drop uh, announcements very suddenly. So I'm sure I wouldn't doubt that Tuesday, you know, tomorrow or something, they say, hey, down the line or this week, we're going to have an event showing you uh, what the uh, power cord looks like. Okay, cool. Like just like little things like that. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, somehow that doesn't have a power brick in it. That massive fucking thing. Right. Yeah, you Jeez. think it'd be fit, it'd be already in there, but it's not integrated. Is it not? No, I think they're using a. Well, I don't know for sure. I can't say that. Um, yeah, I'm it assuming is. it is because the PS4, uh, both the uh, PS4 Pro and the standard had the power stuff integrated into it. So I'm assuming that's the same situation. God, do you remember how big the power brick was on the Xbox 360? That was the big joke. Yeah, in that era. <laughs> It was like a third half the size. Like it was nuts. It was easily a third. Yeah. If not and I guess those power bricks, they're converting power, but they're also what regulating it to keep it a certain level. So like they're doing a lot. Well, they're like technically transformers, I think. So I think they're mm. amplifying. I think I don't really know. But fuck. Interesting. Yeah. So there's, there's uh, some slight news on PS5. We need more. But uh, what also was announced this week was Steve from Minecraft joined Super Smash. And I have some footage we can go over too. But Nintendo has announced oh that this is from IGN, Adam Bankhurst. Nintendo has announced that Minecraft's DLC fighters, including Steve, Alex, Zombie, and Enderman, will be available in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate on October 13th. For those who own the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Fighters Pass Volume 2. And it will also be available for $5.99 uh, separately. Negoti negotiations to get Minecraft Steve into Super Smash Bros. may have been ongoing for at least five years. Moyang co-founder Daniel Kaplan revealed the news on Twitter. So we have some actual footage to watch it in action. Are you uh, edge of your seat, very stoked to get a uh, Steve in Super Smash? 
No. Okay. I take it. I mean, I really don't care. I know. Yeah, I know. For a lot of people, this is very exciting. I like. I like I, to see those I, worlds together. That's that's my main thing. I I really appreciate the fact that Microsoft continues to be you know willing to play ball with Nintendo, because uh, again, really, they're not really competing. Um, right. If anything, Microsoft's a bigger competition with Sony, and then you know uh, Stadia, and now amazon uh oh sure with their uh forget the name of it but yeah it's just weird to me that like all the characters in this game um have been extremely expressive with their moveset and now we have the least expressive character you just saw him twerking or whatever dance in there he can jump too watch out <sighs> but you're right he's by product of just minecraft like you can't be that animated but yeah he just kind of stands there he blinks that's great he yeah i just i can't i'm like even Game and Watch has a ton of personality <laughs> in the moves he does. But I, w- I would say part of the charm of this character is that they don't have those fluid motions because it's that's the world he comes from. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just neat. At the end of the day, it's uh, I have not played Super Smash since I downloaded it because I assumed my nephew was going to be into it. He was he played it for you know five minutes. So I was like, cool, bought this for sixty bucks, no big deal. Um, but uh, I'll bring yeah. over my copy. We'll get the we'll get the <laughs> the brawl going. Yeah, we can. I'm terrible at that game. I'm terrible, but I'll take it easy on everybody. <laughs> it's very, at least that's a fun thing. Like you can, it's very easy in this game to turn off your, your hardcore gamer move. Okay. Uh, mindset. I feel and only like way. kick ass when somebody's really like, you need to kick ass against them. I mean, you just start throwing out your big moves that should never work against like a real player. And you're just like, ah, whatever. <laughs> Fucking fireballs. Now, at least he has the platforming. Like you can add the, the dirt and that can kind of change stuff. Enderman's there. I don't know if Enderman has powers. There's the the twerk move that they're all kind of showcasing, but <laughs> he got a twerk. <laughs> I mean, they they always do a very good job of you know kind of adding some form of gameplay that makes it feel very reminiscent of the character it's supposed to be. So, I I bet they do a great job with that in this. Yeah, they kind of came out of left field with the announcement. I want to say it was the day before they went on Twitter saying uh, we have an announcement for an actual character reveal tomorrow. And they showed them off. Uh, I don't know, because it seems like they've said that, you know, they're they're kind of reaching an end point with these characters, but then they bust out Sakurai again and he has to to show off something else. So I wonder when we actually end this point with Super Smash and he can go take a break. Ugh, more sword characters. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the fears people thought when there was announced, like, oh, it's just another variation, but that is uh... yeah, compared to Mario, he has so few <laughs> animations, and Mario's like completely yeah. fluid. Look at how much personality is in that idle animation. They just got this guy here. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think the, oh, that background looks very pretty. Actually, Yeah, that's actually a dope world they're playing in. And it gives a little bit more energy to Nintendo and Microsoft working together a little bit more. We keep talking. It's been a rumor for a while. There hasn't been any uh, update on it, maybe in a year. But the idea of Game Pass on Switch, that just gives a little bit, you know, maybe 1% more hope that that's a possibility with them interacting together. Because there's no interaction with Sony at all for any of their properties. Right. Uh, well, no, I wouldn't say that. There's, um, at least in the past, you've had Snake, and it, Crash isn't there yet, right? But you think that'd be a shoe in. No. But you've had some Sony properties in there. I mean, if they do it through XCloud, I think that would be. Can you imagine if all these like kids that play? I mean, a that adds all that value to your Switch now, but. Right, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, and they they really just want to put uh, the Game Pass itself or XCloud on anything that can play it, so they get subscribers. So mm-hmm. everybody has a Switch. There you go. Especially with like Apple being dumb about yeah. stuff, like 
be nice to get that uh yeah but so it's cute it is cute. cute it is cute gavin let's see we have uh that's all i have for you. you know what there was a game that i didn't tell you that i played and i've been racking my brain trying to figure out the name of it but you are a cyber looking uh, cyberpunk 2077 oh. dude running on walls and you have a dope sword something run i think yeah i want to say it's not ninja run it's something with the cyber with a knight Shadow with the no Sh- that's something i would look it up if i remember the name of the goddamn game but i do not but i played it and it's uh incredibly hard and uh there's no point in like really talking about it if i can't find the name of it but it's surprisingly hard but at least it's a demo which uh, was it was dope too ghost runner there we go that sounds right yeah the old brain is running today so go. here's some IGN the footage the graphics of on this Shorter. Are just stupid yeah they're nuts um and my pc was running a great able to handle it but it's the way they handle the movement you're able to reset quickly when you fail but you don't have very much there's no like health meter basically once you get shot one two times you have to you die you have to reset so you have to kind of figure out the right path to go there are multiple paths but you you're wall running you're dodging in slow motion but when you kind of you have to build your run basically once you nail it it feels really good it's just there's a sort of a curve learning curve there but if i can fast forward to some of the footage dude this just made me think the game in vr that we truly truly need like i think some of the first person shooters out there are a good step and i think that that star wars game is a great step mm. but what we really need is titanfall the damn game. like looking at your monitors and your robot maybe hitting some switches and doing stuff and that's a great fucking idea i guess you wouldn't be able to it would get tricky when you remove your character from the actual mech because when you're wall running and stuff in vr mm-hmm. that could get a little bit uh nauseous or hard to nail down but if you're in the mech that's beautiful yeah you see the the, the instruments it's all displayed mm-hmm. and you're running around doing stuff yeah or there was that other popular mech game it looked really great when it came out um I am blanking on it. Not dust. It's, um, man, it was like a one word mech level or mech, uh, game, but it just looked absolutely insane. But you're inside the mech, same kind of idea. You can see the instruments and stuff. That would have been great. (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. I mean, a mech game is totally ideal because yeah. yeah, And I don't think I haven't seen any mech related kind of stuff in VR yet, but I'm sure it just takes time. I'm sure somebody's going to, going to work it out, but the game looks beautiful. The play, the level I played was the, intro uh city level which is here and that's where it shined for me because it's just neon everywhere it's super brutal so you can say oh, yeah you, so you get hit once and you're dead right? yeah pretty much so you have to f- really figure out what you're doing and um plan ahead or just like learn the mechanics but um you're just slicing people in half and like cutting their heads off it's very brutal but uh what sort of turned me off was the fact that you have one shot i mean you have to you restart but the fact that there's no health bar you have to like nail your run basically but they are forgiving in the, with the checkpoints. Right. I mean, that's that's definitely its own kind of fun. Uh, I did not unlock the grappling hook. That looks super dope. <laughs> Wrong, Fonzie. You got <laughs> to get back in there. I tend to play for uh, half an hour a lot of games, and then I go, okay, I'm going to try something else. Uh-huh. So this was one of them. But I made $60. Bye. <laughs> well, it was a free demo, so I, played, I tried right. the free demo. Did you ever play that since you got your PC? That one, uh, there was a demo... It was shown off at a bunch of things uh, that kind of has a similar vibe to this, but you're combining shooting uh, with swordplay. Um, this, you know, what you've unlocked something in my brain, but I can't think of what it is. I think it's going to be a launch title for 
next gens. Oh, was that one of the, they showed it off at a conference, right? Yeah. And it's like one guy's developing it. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if I've uh, found the, the demo. I want to say it's like these things go up and then they were removed. I know Ghost Runner had a demo that was timed and then they just removed it. Mm-hmm. But I uh, haven't played the one you're talking about. It has like a crazy long name. I feel like it's like ghost protocol, something Uriah. It's like a whole name situation. <laughs> I, I did. That's what I remember. There's the name is ridiculous, but, uh, or just like way too complex. It's super weeby. That's for sure. Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. They're playing around. This does have Titanfall vibes. Like I could see a respawn behind this, but they are not. Hmm. Yeah. looks really dope, but, uh, played the demo and, it's very cool. It's too hard for me, but it's very cool. I wouldn't mind a baby mode. That's my whole thing. If I could institute some kind of uh, standard standardization with the unions, it would be also to have a baby mode in every game. I mean, we're doing better about accessibility. But That's true. Can't, uh, there was this great uh, interview with uh, uh, Reggie Fizame. He talked to, there's a guy on Twitter, his ha- tagline or his handle is the blind gamer. And his podcast, he talked to Reggie and they went to depths on one of Reggie's ideas is to have with the ESRB some kind of standardization with accessibility. So it's not sure. just like depending on the devs, it's just across the board, you have to have these these different bullet points. Which wouldn't be that hard because there's already uh, an organization, I believe it's called Able Gamer. Uh, True. And they will rate your game in terms of accessibility, um, which is pretty neat. Um, so you can't just partner with them. Uh, yeah, I can't find the actual interview, but yeah, he brought up some really good points. And I, I never thought about just like making that a standard and, uh, not just leaving up to hoping the devs work on, or even like small stuff like font sizes. It's still insane that you can't, for a lot of games, you can't customize the font. It's getting better, but like enlarging that or, um, various audio stuff or manipulating the controls to put them where you map, map, remapping the controls. It's getting better, but you think by now. We'd have some kind of standard. It is it is tricky though because it doesn't you know like when I when I'd be working on a, all my games are very retro style and I couldn't really just bring in the old school font and That's have true. everything work. So it, it can kind of mess with uh, you know stuff and and sort of your style and yes you should allow for it but it it can be hard to kind of do. So it's not as easy as necessarily you'd think. Um, Right. But, yeah, it's not uh, as simple as, oh, just change the font. It's like a whole thing that goes into that. I get that. Right. But uh, if you could, it's a lot of people that can't play because you've, you had to, you're forced to like cut time or, you know, cut resources and not have this feature. So if you can broaden that, then everybody wins if more people can play the game. So 100%. Right. right. And That's, there's so many, there's so many things. Uh, color blindness is a, is a mm-hmm. pretty popular one. That one's, somewhat easier to tackle uh, proper subtitles um, and subtitling everything properly. If something's off screen, you should still hear something for it. I actually was very impressed by, I think it was a, the boys subtitle the other day mm. um, where uh, a character mouthed saying something and it said mouthing. And I was just like, Oh, duh. Oh, I do remember that. Know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that they're that those things are also getting better too. Just just kind of going into more detail so they know what's going on. Yeah, um, and and I've been asked that like, and it I did I didn't know what to say because it was, it was this one uh, gamer. He goes by uh, the Deaf Gamer, mm. and he's he's a really nice guy and he's very easy into active stuff for for that. And he's just like, why don't you do this stuff? And I'm like, I don't have a great answer for you. Yeah, it is harder. That's not necessarily an excuse. Right. Like my biggest thing I try and do for accessibility is one handed play. 
I like my games being able to uh, play it one-handed, simplify the control schemes. Because, you know, sometimes you want to jerk it. Uh, <laughs> For that alone, yeah. So no, but that came out selfish because I at one point stabbed myself through the hand and I couldn't play anything. Jesus. Um, so on accident, all right, okay. people? But so, so like the closest thing I could do is kind of like Diablo 2, but even then you got to quick click the thing. So I'm like mm. playing with my pinky and that's all I got. <laughs> um but yeah, there's not in the way of much in the way of one-handed play. Right. Yeah, and it means uh, devs like linking up with just that whole accessibility community because you might just be locked into whatever your situation is. So you don't think of, oh, what about people that can't do this or that? Right. But that's just a product of like your your how you're, you know, you have the features that you have or you have the abilities that you have. So you kind of need to expand, talk to other people and create that uh, perspective. But uh, and not every game is going to be playable very true yeah there is a, a, a line you have to cut where it's like yeah it's tough uh, although with xbox that whole uh, um accessibility controller or there's a proper name for it but there's like uh, a ton of different that. doodads and stuff on there so you can completely blood out the ass and you have a million different inputs and there you go it's a big deal yeah it's a big deal gavin let's end on this fall guy trailer you're telling me about free it free guy free guy i see okay so i'm gonna switch over we're gonna so this is a new trailer yeah now it's. I feel like it's hard to nail the whole video game thing in a game, besides Scott Pilgrim. But I know this is Taika Waititi, so I have. Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. Shit. So I have a lot of fucking uh, interest in this because of that. It can be tricky too, because you got to get the right role for Ryan Reynolds. This seems like it's 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 for sure up his alley. Like yeah. he's a goofball. He's that traditional standard-looking uh, white dude in a game, so he fits yeah. that as well. Well, he's not doing his normal, like, annoyingly charming oh, sure. thing. Yeah. It's just kind of innocent. Sort of this NPC that's come to life. Wait, but... Okay. I guess where I like turn off already is the fact that he happens to fall in love with another hot person. It's like, come on. It's a video game. They can literally all be hot for free. Yeah, but the real life person who they're inevitably inevitably gonna hook up with, you know, in real life, she's also hot. Hmm. That's where I'm like, okay. That same thing happened to Ready Player One. Uh, the chick kept going on and on about like how she was deformed or had some issue. She has like a tiny scar on her face, but she's insanely hot. I'm like, okay, I think I'm done here. Oh, right. I'm talking uh, over yeah. this, but he's an actual NPC and he's fallen in love with a real life character or real, real life player, rather. But he's breaking out of the Matrix. He understands gotcha. that. Gotcha. This is some sort of video game. I mean, it's sort of neat from the perspective of this being like almost some sort of like Saints Row. For sure. Online game. It looks like fun. 100% looks like. Yeah. An insane amount of fun. I'm sure the writing's going to be awesome, too. I don't know why, like, like I, I feel like this is going to be up on that level of, like, shoot, role models? Like, for some reason, that's the movie in my head, like, where I'm going to come away with the sort of, like, light and fluffy, but yeah. cute summer flick. I don't doubt that. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looks dope. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when this will ever come out because all the movies are just being postponed. Like I just well, seen on Netflix, Twitter. Well, that's Netflix, though. 
Is it Netflix? I think so. I think Damn. that's a Netflix exclusive. Okay. I just so. read, like, we're scrolling through on, on Twitter. Uh, Batman was, uh, the new Batman was pushed uh, far in advance, too. So it's just, there's no way for these movies to come no. out. So it's like, yeah. you got to do it. Uh, it's just a huge bummer. Because I guess still you can make your nut back by just streaming to people's TVs like you think you could. But mm-hmm. I guess the you still can't do that. But well, That's how I lose my nut every time. <laughs> well, there's certain movies I would pay more to watch it at home. Like uh, a lot of people have bigger TVs now. So say with like Dune, I do want to wait to see that in theaters. It looks nuts. Yeah. But and even uh, Christopher Nolan's new movie, um, Tenant. Yeah, I do want to see in theaters, but my TV's big enough. It's like I'll watch it at home if I have to pay thirty bucks. Okay, forty bucks is pushing it, but like thirty bucks, dude, we can make some of that money back, and then you get to theaters. If it's good enough, I'll watch it again in theaters. You know, like with the gas mask on or something. But I can see that. Yeah, it's got to be a classic though. That's the thing. Like if you want to mm. go back and watch, I feel like if I'd seen Joker first at home, I'd be like, I gotta go <laughs> see that in the theater. Or even another Christopher Nolan, um, the time one or the uh, the dream one, Inception. Inception. If I watch yeah. that, I would 100% watch that in theaters again because that movie is so dope. But, I never got to see that one in theaters, but I, I thought it was dope. Yeah. It's just good. Oh, man. I love that he just actually blows shit up in the movies too, whether it's Dark Knight, right. where they implode that hospital. I know in Tenet, they're supposed to actually take a 747 that they bought and just crash it or demolish it. So they just actually pay the money to do the real things in, in real life. That and, probably didn't need to be done with well, the 747. The thing is, it uh, gives the movie more legs where it just, or it stands the test of time. That's what I love about T2. My my favorite movie possibly ever is they did so much practical stuff mm-hmm. that it still holds up. And then the CG they did at the time was pretty advanced where that still holds up too. Right. But um, it goes the extra mile when you actually do on-set stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, it is what it is, Gavin. Well, you, we can end it there. We've been going an hour. Where can they keep up with you on, in, on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at drunk devs awesome and you can keep up with the show as well on twitter at plastic heart pod that's it for us this week we'll see you guys next week bye bye